Thanks for listening to our Legacy Church podcast. We hope that today's message helps you in your walk with Christ and you visit us soon at our Legacy Church campus in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. For more information, visit us online at www.legacychurchri.com. We're going to continue to talk about decisions because good decisions elevate your life and bad decisions deteriorate your life. Life is basically a series of decisions. The decisions that you make, make life. The two most important decisions that any person that's born on this earth can make is, number one, their decision as to who Jesus Christ is going to be to them. And Jesus confronted his disciples 2,000 years ago, and he asked them that same question. He said, listen, who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? That question is proposed to every person from the time Jesus was on the earth till now, and even us here today. There may be some of you that are kind of on the fence trying to decide who is Jesus to you. Because the decision as to who Jesus is to you affects every, every other decision in your life. And the second greatest decision that you can make that affects every part of your life, individually, your marriage, your children, your children's children, is Will I belong to God's family? God's family is the church. And so Jesus Christ and his church are the two most important basic decisions that change every aspect of your life. And today, I want to talk more about the secret to making good decisions on an ongoing basis. What are the keys? How do I learn to start making good decisions in my life? Are you tired of decisions that have hurt you? Are you tired of decisions that have caused you pain? Well, God doesn't want that for you. We bring that on ourselves. See, we live the consequences of our decisions, but God has good news. He has given us his, has given us his word, and this word has the answers to every one of life's questions, and it teaches us how to make good decisions. So, But I want to start with this question. Do you ever hear voices in your head? I do. Maybe I shouldn't say that. People are going to say, oh, boy, the pastor hears voices in his head. We better get out of this church. But all of us do. You are constantly hearing voices in your head. You know, when I walk across my wood floors in my house with wet shoes on, I immediately hear my wife's voice. When I'm making pasta sauce, I immediately hear my mom's voice. You never put oregano in pasta sauce. You know? When I leave the lights on in the house, I hear my dad's voice. What do you have? All the money in the world? Shut the lights off. You know? You're always hearing voices. You're hearing voices right now. Saying, this guy's crazy up there. (laughs) But you are never alone. You're never alone. There's always someone speaking to you. There's always someone in your head. Sometimes it's someone or something from the past. Sometimes it's someone or something from the present. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. But if you're taking notes, write this down. Whatever and whoever's voice you listen to will set off a thought process that will lead to either good decisions or bad decisions. See, there's the old saying, garbage in, garbage out. Have you heard that? And I want to say, if you eat garbage... Your life will end up in the trash. 
What you digest, what you meditate on, what you allow to fester in your thoughts causes you to make good decisions or bad decisions. And if you eat garbage constantly, if you're eating all the wrong thoughts, all the, hearing all the wrong voices and believing all the wrong voices, your life ends up in the trash. It's common sense, isn't it? Whatever and whoever's voice you listen to will be the greatest influencer of how you make decisions. See? So if, you make, if you're listening to a certain voice and you're listening to it, that's going to influence how you make decisions. And thus, it will affect your life. But there's good news today, because I'm going to teach you how to make good decisions. Because God wants you blessed. Just declare this right now. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. You know, we pray a declaration prayer, and we start speaking. Speaking these words. Why? Because... Words of truth have to overcome every lie of the enemy. You need to hear the voice of the Lord. You need to speak with the authority that God gives you, words from God's word. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. See, faith is hope, truth, affirmation, love, goodness. Faith, hope, truth, affirmation, Love, goodness, comes from hearing who? God. The Word of God. So the opposite must be true. Unbelief, negative faith, fear, hopelessness, despair, lies, condemnation, hatred, bitterness, comes from hearing anything that contradicts God's Word. What voice will you listen to? Because your decisions will be based on who you listen to, what you listen to, and what voice you decide to obey. So today, I want to tell you an incredible secret. You ready for the secret? That if you are a believer, if you are a Christian, if you had, have declared and made a decision of your will that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior, I am not God, nothing of this world is God, the enemy isn't God. He's not running my life anymore. I'm going to take my voluntary will that God has given me as a gift, and I'm going to submit it to Jesus Christ. When you do that, the Bible says a super being comes within you. A superpower comes within you. You are no longer alone in this life, but someone has come and then deposited supernaturally into your spirit. And your spirit comes alive. Because the Bible says, before you accept Christ, you are dead in your trespasses and sins. You have no power over sin. You have no power over the devil. You have no power over your destiny. But when you accept Christ, a super being comes within you. A superpower comes within you. <clears throat> and that power, that being has a name. His name is Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit comes within you. Now, you might look like Clark Kent. You know, Superman was my favorite superhero. I'm sorry. He's the best ever, right? You might look like Clark Kent on the outside. 
normal person. But inside, there is a superman. His name is Holy Spirit. He's faster than a speeding bullet. He's more powerful than a locomotive. Not only is he able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, but he is able to leap through galaxies. He's able to leap through eternity. And guess what he did? When, he, when you say, Jesus, come into my life, the Holy Spirit comes through time, space, matter, and enters into your being, and you know when that happens. You absolutely know. Something has happened to me. Someone is talking to me. I have a new voice within me. You know, Peter said, how do I know I have the Holy Spirit? You know. You absolutely know. Years ago, when, when I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I was still living, you know, a crazy lifestyle. And I remember in church like this, you know, saying a prayer, inviting Jesus into my life, and really meaning it. And, but my lifestyle was still the same. And I remember playing, we used to play, I was in a rock band. Most of you know this, but we used to play in nightclubs. And I remember playing in a nightclub on a Tuesday night. And the week before, before I accepted Christ, this was awesome. I'm a rock and roll star. But now something happened. I feel dirty. I feel sin. I feel darkness. I'm hearing another voice. What are you doing here? You don't belong here anymore. And all of a sudden, I was no longer at peace and happy in my sin because there was another voice. There was a being that had come into me. The Holy Spirit had come into me, and he started speaking to me, and he started convicting me, things that I was doing and and things that I was saying and and my language and everything in me did not feel right. It was almost like, oh, will you, will you leave me alone? <laughs> the Holy Spirit. He's real. He's stronger than any other voice. He's more powerful than any other voice that speaks to you from your past. He's more powerful. This, the Bible says in Romans 6, 10 through 11, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead. Can you imagine how powerful he is? He raised Christ from the dead. Lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Jesus said in John 14, 16, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Amen? Forever. See, he doesn't come when you're good and leaves when you're bad. He comes and he stays with you and he tries to help you get through life and achieve the purpose that God has for you. He tries to come and speak to you and direct you and help you to overcome bad decisions and, and bad habits that you've developed and, 
and voices that have spoken to you and condemned you and try to control you and, and things that, that should not be part of us. He comes to help us through life. And that's what Jesus is saying. I will send you a helper. If we didn't need help, he wouldn't need to send the helper. He knows you need help. Some of you need more help than others. So he sends the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it's to your advantage that I go away. Jesus had to leave the earth. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. So the secret to making good decisions is learning to discern and obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. As you learn to discern who's speaking to me, is that you, Holy Spirit, is that you, Lord? As you learn to discern, as you are committed to hearing him, to relationship with God, wanting to know what what does God want me to do? How does he want me to think? How does he want me to act? What decisions does he want me to make? What does he want me to do right now? As you're committed to listening to his voice and committed to obeying, your life can't help but get better. Your life can't help but achieve what God has for you because God always has good for you. Amen? You know, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit in the Greek, he's called the paraclete, which comes from the word parakletos. And that word parakletos, when it's translated into English, it's translated into three words. That the Holy Spirit is the comforter, he's the counselor, he's the advocate. See, the Holy Spirit is not only your helper, he comforts you. That's why Christians don't grieve like the world. When Christians suffer loss, we grieve, but not like the world. We don't grieve in hopelessness because we have someone with us. We have a hope. We know there's more to life. The Holy Spirit speaks to you. He comforts us. He counsels us. And the Bible says that he's your advocate. It's interesting that, that, that the Bible calls the Holy Spirit the advocate because the Bible also says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Picture a courtroom. Satan comes and accuses you. He accuses you. The Bible says he does it day and night. He points to everything that needs to be pointed to in your life that violates God's word. He points, he accuses, and the Holy Spirit stands, and he is your lawyer. And what does he do? Every time Satan accuses, the Holy Spirit points to the cross. He points to Jesus' sacrifice. You cannot condemn. He's accepted Christ. And it's a powerful depiction of who, who this person of the Holy Spirit is. The Bible says in... 1 John 2, 27, because you have received the Holy Spirit who is within you, and you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. The Holy Spirit, when you accept Christ, how do I know I'm saved? How do I know the Holy Spirit's in me? You know. You know that you know. Because you start hearing a different voice that you've never heard before. You start feeling conviction that you've never felt before. You're on a road of sin. And it's wide. And it's fun. And everyone's on it, the Bible says. And you're heading 100 miles an hour on this thing. And all of a sudden, you are stopped in your track. Something doesn't feel right. Who's talking to me? It's the Holy Spirit. That's how you know. That's how you know if you're saved. The Bible says that. 
You know, and the Bible also says about the Holy Spirit that he grieves. In Ephesians 4.20, it says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom, listen, you were sealed. You were sealed. The Holy Spirit seals you for the day of redemption. But, you know, he can be grieved. Now, grieve is not a word that depicts anger. Grieving is a word that depicts love. See, he grieves because he loves us. And so when we fail to, to listen to him, when we fail to live by God's ways, he grieves because he knows that our decisions hurt us. And as a loving God, his heart hurts when you hurt. See? And so he's, he's come to help us. He's come to comfort us. He's, help, he's come to counsel us. He's come to advocate for us. And so I want to give us some keys in making good decisions on an ongoing basis. And I just want, I want to simplify this and just give you two keys. And I believe that if you get this this morning, get this in your spirit, write it down, take notes, you know, write it on your hand. We're going to be getting notebooks pretty soon in church, okay? I believe that as you write, and, and it's scientifically proven, you remember things. You remember things. Because these, these teachings are so important, they're transformative. And if you get them and, 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 and really ingest them, they will change your life. But the first key to making good decisions, number one, it's simple. Before making a decision, ask yourself this very simple question. Who is speaking to me right now? Who is speaking to me right now? What voice is speaking to me right now? Because God wants you to be set free from every negative voice Every spirit that would speak into you, God wants you to be free from. You know, if you have trash going on in your head, it's because you're hearing voices. You need to take those voices, you know, trash voices, you need to kick them in the head, throw them to the dump, you know, get, them, get rid of those things. You got to get rid of those things. If God will help you do that, the most obvious and and the Bible says it's obvious, and loudest voice that causes us to make bad decisions is your carnal nature, the voice of your flesh. There's a part of us, the Bible says, that is sinful. There's a part of us, the Bible says, that is carnal. There's a part of us, the Bible calls the flesh, and we see it in Galatians 5, 19, 21. It says, the acts of the flesh are, are obvious. They're obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions and factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. And here's a warning. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live by this will not inherit the kingdom of God. See, these things are part of our carnal nature. They're part of the world that we live in. But when Christ comes into our life and the Holy Spirit comes into our life, he stops us and he says, you shall not live like this any longer. And he brings conviction on us. And conviction is a good thing. See, there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. God doesn't condemn you. He just sees you're heading towards a cliff and he's jumping in the way. And our flesh wants to keep 
trying to go around them. There's Jesus jumping in the way to save us, and our carnal nature wants to go around them. And the Lord in his goodness is constantly jumping in the way. It's for your good. It's for your good. And these things are obvious. Amen? Then there's the voice, you know, who's speaking to you right now? What voice are you going to listen to? Then the voice of fear, you know, the voice of fear over faith. How many of you know this voice, fear, right? Worry, fear, okay? It's a voice that speaks to you. And you have to decide at that point, ask yourself, is this fear or faith? Is this fear or faith? What will I meditate on? What will I believe in? The voice of fear and faith. You know, and, and when it comes to fear and making decisions, lots of times good-meaning people would put fear on you. You know, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking my, about my life, and honestly, the most consequential decisions that I've made that have blessed my wife and my, my family and my marriage, I've had people operating in the natural throwing fear at me. I think the most consequential decision that I made was leaving my career. And, and uh, when, when our senior pastor, Pastor Steve, asked me to leave my career and come and help with the church, that was a consequential decision. I had everybody calling me, lawyers, accountants, because I did a lot of business at the bank. What are you doing? You can't, you can't do that. You're, you know, you have a big position. How are you going to survive? You know, how are you going to survive? How are you going to survive? I had family, you know, saying, what are you doing? You know, you can do both. You can do both. How are you going to do that? You're gonna, how are you going to live on a lot less money and all that stuff? And it was a voice of fear, fear, fear. Good-meaning people because they were worried, right? They worried about me. I was worried about me, you know, honestly. But I had to listen to what was the Holy Spirit saying to me, and I'm going to show you some other ways to hear the Holy Spirit. The voice of fear over faith. You know, Jesus turned and said to Peter, Peter had good intentions. He said, get behind me, Satan. Poor Peter. <laughs> Jesus calling him Satan, you know. You are a stumbling block to me. Listen, you do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. This is where faith comes in over fear. Is what does God have for you? What does God want you to do? If God's telling you, listen, I want you to, to go work here or start a business or I want you to do this. And if it's the Holy Spirit and you're getting confirmation and everyone else is saying you should do this, you have the aptitude for it, you know, this is the Spirit of God telling you, and, 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 and everything else is saying you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, go with God. Amen? Go with God. Is it the voice of hurt and offense? Or is it the voice of love and forgiveness? Hurt and offense is one of the loudest voices that you'll ever hear. That's why Jesus says, listen, you've got to get beyond this. You can't be on this road. You have to forgive. If you don't forgive, I won't forgive you. I mean, he, he increases the bar because he knows hurt and offense will stop every good plan that God has in your life. Listen to love and forgiveness. Is it the voice of pride and division and humility? See, pride is always concerned about self. You see pride everywhere. It's in the church. 
It's in the church world. You know, it's in the workplace. It's in, it's everywhere. But we are not called to listen to the voice of pride. We are called to listen to the voice of humility. Amen? Because humility, the Bible says, God will stay close to. The Bible says God is close to the humble. He resists the prideful. Is it the voice of greed, selfish ambition, you know? Or is it generosity? You know, it's amazing when, when you experience the Holy Spirit, which we should experience the Holy Spirit continually, the Bible says. The Bible says, be ye not drunk on wine, but be drunk on the Holy Spirit, right? Well, you ever see someone drunk? Hey, man, let me give you a big hug and a kiss, you know? Everything's good, right? And Jesus says, don't be drunk on wine, be drunk on the Holy Spirit. Because when you're drunk on the Holy Spirit, you, you want to give all your money to everybody. Right? What do you want? Oh, yeah, here's my wallet, you know. Moths come flying out of your wallet, you know. But is it the voice of greed, selfish ambition, or is it generosity? Is, the voice of, is it the voice of ungodly people speaking into your life? Unwise people. Unlearned people, undisciplined people, or is it someone that's trustworthy, that's humble, that's wise, that's godly, that has good fruit in their lives? People will throw their brains away. They'll just follow whatever or whoever because that whoever or whatever sometimes appeases the person's flesh. And you say, what are you doing following that person? What are you doing going here? What are you doing? You have no clue who you're following. You're going to give your whole life, your whole heart to this person? And this happens in relationships too. You give your heart away, you know, oh, he's, a, he's my sweetie pie. He's an animal. He's just being sweet right now, but talk to everybody that's known this person. But is it a voice of someone that you can really trust? You know, Psalm 1, 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessing comes when you walk in the counsel of the godly. And the second thing, so the first, first key was asking yourself the simple question, who is speaking to me right now? Whose voice am I hearing right now? Is it a voice that I should be following and listening to. Second, have, and this is in making good decisions, have I sought counsel? Have I prayed about this? Have I sought counsel? Or am I heading away of making a decision that I want to make because my carnal nature is pulling this, this way and I'm hiding? I want to hide. I don't want to be out in the light. I want to hide. You're on the road to a bad decision. Bad decisions will bring bad fruit, even though you think not. Because you're listening to a loud voice, enticement, flesh, carnality. It's loud. It's the loudest voice. You know, you think you'll get away with, with it. It won't happen, especially if you're a child of God. Because God disciplines those he loves. Amen? And it's a good thing. So if I saw counsel, you know, ask yourself, what's the Holy Spirit saying to me right now? 
You know, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. How does that sound? What does it feel like? You know, many times it's described as a, a fluttering or a, a, a series of thoughts, you know, that come in. You know, I'll give you an example of this. Uh, Friday night, we went and had some tacos at, at California Taco. Great place. So anyway, so we were there, and my niece was there, and we're eating, and we're having a good time, and eating tacos, and having fun. And, um, and then after probably about an hour, a little over an hour, we get up, and we leave. And a couple hours later, it was late at night, I was in my bedroom, and all of a sudden, I felt uneasy. Something's wrong. Something's weird, right? And I hear a voice said, you didn't pay the bill. That was the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now, you know, there I'm hearing, oh, my goodness, I didn't pay the bill. Oh, my goodness. And so I went downstairs and I said, Lori, I don't think I paid the bill, you know? And she goes, you didn't pay the bill and you're a pastor. <laughs> I said, get behind me, Satan. But it was a fluttering of the Holy Spirit. God is so good. He's real. He's with you. He never leaves you nor forsakes you. Amen? So what does the Holy Spirit say to you? What does the Bible say to you? What is the Bible? Ask yourself, look, look, seek the answers in Scripture. And then what do godly men and women say to you? The benefit of a local church is having people in your lives that have gone through what you're going through, and that know the Scriptures. They know God's ways. They know the enemy's ways. Have the, the music ministry come forward. They know what God's plans are for you. They know how to make good decisions because they've been around a while. The benefit of the church. And God gives us pastors. God gives us leaders. God gives us spiritual people. What a blessing the church is. I thank God for the church. I thank God for the men and women that have been in my life over the years that have helped me to stay on course, especially big decisions, you know. You know, what should I do here? What's the principle here? What does the Bible say about this, you know? Um, what's the wisdom behind this? But have you sought godly counsel? Have you sought others that know God's Word that are there to help you? That's the benefit of the local church. Don't make decisions blindly because that's what impacts your life. And then people say, why well, is my life a mess? Don't blame everybody else. Start from today. Start making good decisions the way God wants us to make good decisions. Amen? Amen. I would just want to... Thanks for listening today. We pray you are blessed by our Legacy Church podcast and hope to see you soon at our church service in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. You can connect with us on any social media platform at Legacy Church RI. Have a blessed week.